Welcome to It's Our Turn. Welcome to It's Our Turn. Queers in Cults. We would like to acknowledge the original inhabitants of this area, the We Out Tribe. We honor the land itself and thank the past, present, and future stories of this land. This land acknowledgement does not exist in the past tense. Colonialism is a current and ongoing process, and we need to build our mindfulness and our present participation. We all should take action to support our local indigenous communities. Go to honortex.org to find out more about whose land you're on and how to support those tribes. In this show, we talk about religious and personal trauma. Our episodes often include subjects centering around manipulation, gaslighting, coercion, toxic masculinity, patriarchy, shame, guilt, brainwashing, emotional, mental, and physical abuse. If any of these topics are things you don't want to hear today, please feel free to skip this episode. Your mental health is always the top priority. Is it happening? Is it it real? Are we on? Are we live? I think so. I can hear your phone notifications. This is so much. You know what? I don't understand how this radio thing works. Like, is it? I don't know. (laughs) Absolutely not. Hello. (laughs) Sorry for that delay. Welcome to... What am I doing? Okay. Sorry. Okay. I... We have our shit together here. We are professional. Absolutely not. (laughs) Not today. (laughs) Not today, Satan. Not today. Uh, Welcome to It's Our Turn, Queers and Cults. Yay. Yay. Uh, I am not alone today, unlike the rest of my life. (laughs) (laughs) Improvement. (laughs) Progress. (laughs) Upgrades, people. Upgrades. Uh, My name is Aiden Ash. My pronouns are they, them. I am Tony. I pronouns are he him um, that was lovely thank you so much you have a great radio voice <clears throat> don't lie to me <laughs> <laughs> i'm not lying to you <laughs> okay so what are we talking about today <sighs> we're talking about relationships not romantic not romantic um, before and after coming out mm-hmm. and also relationships before well Cultivating relation, new re- relationships, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're the one that came up with the idea, so yeah, sure, whatever you say. Just relationships. <laughs> uh, relationships in general. in general, but not romantic ones, because fuck those. Yeah, we don't need to <laughs> Also, talk about I have no ones. experience in that. <laughs> 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 Absolutely none. Um, yeah, I. it's a really great, that's a really great um, topic, because... Uh, it's really interesting how drastically relationships change, even the ones you don't think are going to change before and after you come out, especially w- at least in the, it's, it's, there's so many different categories. It's like the relationships you had in church mm-hmm. and then those relationships after you come out, if you leave church and then like the relationships you formed kind of like while you were still, this is how my experience, while I was still going to church, but yet kind of knew I was gonna I was kind of like on the dark side and then my god this isn't Star Wars <laughs> might as well be <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, 
<laughs> yeah. What? Nothing. I'm, okay. I'm just thinking of Star Wars references, and I don't... Anyway, but yeah, so yeah. you're talking about, like, relationships that aren't necessarily with people who are in the church. Yeah. It's just that all the... How... Relationships that formed while you were in church and totally, like, in the closet. Relationships that formed when you were kind of, like, opening up the closet doors and looking out at the rest of the world. But yet, those they weren't in church. It's just, like, so many different dynamics and and, and how they how they affected and what they what they look like it's really it's it was a lot you know what mm-hmm. were what were some of your experiences um a lot of different some good some not so good um i remember coming out so like there's people like say my brother who after i came out um he's like i know like i already knew you know we get that from some people in our family or friends and um which was like yep and then but afterwards it was almost like i'm how do i <laughs> how do yeah, i um it's on. like um a lot of jokes you know about me being gay and stuff like that but like in in his mind it's like funny and it is funny well, it's a like lot now of it's times, okay actually. because you finally came out so we, yeah so before it was a quote-unquote offensive <laughs> mm-hmm, yeah um definitely some learning experiences to that that was but uh yeah and then like people in church obviously there's plenty of people who stopped talking to me or didn't want anything to do with me yeah let's sorry i'm trying to they're trying to do a thing i'm t- you would think i've never done this before you think this would be my first day on the job oh that's so much better um <laughs> I, <laughs> uh let's start with the c- c- let's start with the relationships that you had in church um which mine were lifelong because i grew was born and raised in the same church in the same town and everything and then how those changed after you came out you know like let's start with that Mm-hmm. topic because I think that's a big that was a big thing for me because they changed drastically but not in the ways I thought they were going to you know okay so a lot so there was definitely the like there was definitely the I got the whole stereotypical like I got people that I just never talked to again and never talked to me again mm-hmm. um, I got the whole I did get the like well you know, I still, I, I got a couple, because I, you know, I went from, before I came out, I went from the, the bad church, um, which is what I call the church I grew up in, the bad pastor, I mean, not the bad church, bad pastor. I went from the church with the bad pastor to a different church who's not so bad. The pastors were great and the people were a little bit more progressive, but still very Christian. And so from... In the new church, I got, I definitely got the whole like, well, you know, like I still love you, but I definitely believe it's a sin. You know, I remember, yeah, I remember doing this woman's hair, and she's sitting like she's in a customer line. She went to my church, and I'm sitting there like doing her hair, and it, it, the subject came up, and she was like, well, you know, I still do believe it's a sin, but you know, like motherfuckers have to go out of their way to tell you that they don't agree with your lifestyle quote also can you say that at the end of your hair appointment (laughs) not the beginning you're fucking getting highlights like we're gonna be here for a few hours and i don't like you now so that was awkward you know oops wrong highlight yeah oh my gosh you wanted highlight i mean you wanted highlights i'm sorry i did low lights 
Oh, you didn't want a bob? Hmm. Okay. <laughs> Whoops. My bad. Oopsie. Oh, God. I oh, wish I was even. that petty back then. Not petty. That's actually not petty, but I wish I was that bold to, to do things like that back then. Well, you know, we learn from our mistakes. <laughs> we, we learn how to be more petty as the world goes on. Um, as we get older. So I definitely had that experience. Um, yeah. Did you have any of those? Any of the yeah, like? Yeah, absolutely. There was, um, I remember um, at a church in Alabama that I went to, which was, you know, a little more progressive, like kind of like mm-hmm. yours. Um, but there was actually a gay couple that used to come um, quite often. And I swear to God, the pastor's wife would like every Sunday try to make a comment towards them. Yeah. That we love you. We're so happy you're here. You know, just we don't support that lifestyle, but we're we love you. Like, like I hate that. Would so go much. out of her way. Like she just felt like she had to um, declare her stance on her yeah. or her opinion so that she doesn't get struck down by God. Like, like she that just needs to happen. I suppose. Um, Anyway, but so I actually I remember being so jealous of that gay couple. Like so like I just want that. Yeah. I I'm just, like I, I just wanna I don't, go to church with I don't my want the judgment, but I would really like the gayness, please. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I want the confidence to come out and yeah, you know, all this and um Yeah, I know, exactly. Like But yes, and that's exactly what happened to me after I came out was all the whole, the whole, you know, love you, but you're going to hell. <laughs> love the sinner, hate the sin. That's a fun one, isn't it? Yeah. Well, it's the whole idea of, um, for some Christians, not all, but uh, some Christians believe that, you know, love, perfect love casts out fear. And, other, and fear is sin, and... Um, that was... That was... That was special. That sound was lovely. <laughs> I tried so hard um, to put that on there. <laughs> Sorry, I had to use a mic condom. Everybody. I had to put that on there real slow and easy. We believe in protection here at this podcast. We even put condoms on our mics. Please, contraception is so important. It is. That's not a joke, but we are joking about it, but it is not a joke. <laughs> um. What was I saying? I don't oh, know. You know, I wasn't listening to begin with. <laughs> some people, <laughs> some people, <laughs> you're an asshat. Thanks. Oh, I'm gonna shove that. Mm. Never mind. Uh huh. Um, so <laughs> I would love for you to just like mute, just like stop. <laughs> no sound after that. I'm gonna beep. <laughs> I'll beep that out later. Um, but yeah, some people like to use love as a tactic, a manipulation mm-hmm. tactic. Yeah. Um, and so you get a lot of that from a lot of people after you that, come out. Oh God, using love as a manipulation tactic, that like sums up my experience, like as a Pentecostal Christian, like mm-hmm. right there, love as a manipulation tactic, because that's exactly what it was. It was the whole love the sinner, hate the sin. I hate that saying. That's not like, <clears throat> because Christianity, at least my experience was built on like the, the claiming to be unconditional like right. love being unconditional but it was exactly it's like how can you say god's love is unconditional and then teach us to love the sin or hate the sin that's conditional 
that's conditional love. Mm -hmm. Like, but they were saying like, oh, love the person and just, un and, but then understand that the sin is separate from them. And it's like that, that concept sounds good, but encourages, encourages you to judge people. It encourages you to compartmentalize people. It encourages you to, yeah. you know, treat them differently. And that's, not unconditional It's just love. something that is said to make them feel better about themselves. To you know? justify and their Yeah, and hate. to justify yep. their... Mm -hmm. <laughs> there's there's no love, like... What, or there's no hate like Christian love. Is that the same? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but that sounds exactly, <laughs> exactly right. No hate like Christian love. That's a good one, yeah. Yeah, so that was... That's always fun, the... The, um... The whole like, and it's well, just, we love you, but it's so conditional. Mm -hmm. Like I, I used to, even um, in my, you know, Christianity when I was a full-on um, Christian boy, um, <laughs> <laughs> I used to really think that I just unconditionally loved people. Yeah, and that, it was oh, bullshit. Yeah. Like I mean, like my my mind was so manipulated to yeah. the point where I actually didn't thought that I loved people unconditionally, but I did not at yep. all. Yep. Like it was totally Same. opposite. Like 100%. I hundred percent. Yep. It was so manipulated. Yep. You are so it the the brainwashing goes so deep that you don't even know that you're doing. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you don't even know that you're doing the things that you're that you're like. It's like. How do I word this? You're priding yourself in not being that kind of person while being that kind of person. You know, like you're 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 priding yourself on being a non-judgmental Christian while judging people, and you don't even know that you're judging yeah. them. You know, like the tactics you were taught to not judge people are the tactics that teach you to judge people, and you don't even know it. So you're you think you're a good person, you think you're doing the right things, and really you're just not. You're not doing the right things. You're you're actually actively doing the wrong things and treating people horribly, and being. And I'm not saying that like Christians are inherently bad. That's not what I'm saying. But it's like that. It's, it's the, I mean, it's the the. <clears throat> it's something as simple as like, like, being. I can't even think of I can't think of an example where like you know when you're like kind of rude to like you're you're rude to like a a, a waiter or a waitress you're rude to like a a, a, a you know customer service person mm -hmm. and and you think that because you're like mm, you know this wasn't exactly what I wanted it to be and you know, like you're being like patronizing and you're being condescending but like but like I would do that all the time and not realize that it was that it was that I was being an asshole. I didn't think I was being an asshole. I thought I was being standing up for myself or speaking, you know, like being, and really I was just fucking being an asshole, you know, but I didn't know that that's what I was doing. Cause I thought I've been, you know, it's something even as simple as that. You, the yeah. things you're taught to do to be a good Christian and you think you're being nice and accepting and opening, you're not, <laughs> you and know, the amount of like, boundary crossing that oh. Christians do and they think they they have to you know because it's out, of, it's out of love and it's out of out of you know Christ would want that you know that's not love at all God you just are told me to come over here and tell you that you're you know x y and z that this is never you know blah 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 you let know? me just cross these this person you know I gotta get them saved mm -hmm. and they don't want that no. they don't want you to come up and shove shit down their throat well, I mean, some of us do, but not not <laughs> Christianity. <laughs> <laughs> All right, wrap it up. 
All right. Thank you for everybody for listening today. This will be the end of the show forever. <laughs> <laughs> Canceled. Um, no, but apply that apply that logic to literally any other situation. A hairdresser. A hairdresser walking up to you in the middle of a fucking restaurant being like, I just feel really compelled to tell you that you have a really bad haircut. Or, you know, that that those layers do not flatter your face. That mm. color is not great for your skin tone. Fucking asshole. I that would you would be an asshole for doing that. And then be like, "Can I go ahead and cut your hair right now?" Yeah, here's my card. <laughs> here's my card. Go ahead and come make an appointment with me. No. Like horrible that would make you a horrible person not a good hairstylist yeah. but yeah that's what we thought we thought we were being good christians mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and the the um the the like oh i did my good christian deed for the day you know it's extremely self-righteous is mm-hmm. what it is absolutely there's so much self-righteousness in christianity it's absurd and yeah. and you're so blind to it you don't even realize how full of yourself your ego yes, is just astronomically large and you think that no, there's no way that can be. I'm not self-righteous. I'm, I'm not like that. I'm godly. Mm-hmm. Like, honey, sit down. This is what I'm supposed to be like. That's why it's so, like, I have I have so much, like, when I, it, it, my perspective on people getting out of abusive relationships, you know, toxic relationships, bad work environments, you know, fill in the blanks, whatever it is that you're having a hard time getting away from, I have so much more, like, sympathy empathy for people like that because i i remember being that person that was had no clue i didn't even know what wrong was much less that i was wrong you know i didn't even know what what that i was in a bad relationship a bad religion i I didn't even know that i was in a cult i didn't even hardly know what a cult was much Mm -hmm. less that i was in one at that point like it's not it's not that like you know there's other ways, but you're just you think this is the only option available to you. You just don't even know there are other options at all. Period. Right. Not even a little bit. You know. Man, yeah, it's it's rough. So the relationships. So back to what we were talking about, which I vaguely remember. Zoom <laughs> 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 zoom. Yeah. Where are we? What's happening? Um, the relation. So relationships that did you. Now, did the church that you went to with that was that like your your childhood church? Did you grow up in that? Or no, you, no, no. Um, the childhood church I went to was um, in Indiana. <laughs> it was um, so in the back of the church was a giant cornfield, and then there was a Walmart. Just to give you kind of like give you all the stereotypes there. <laughs> um, yes. <laughs> Um, (laughs) Oh, I can see this. It was a very, very, yeah, it was a very, uh, a pretty small church. And most of the people who went there were just the regulars. Like, we never got any, like, new people. And we'd get some new people, and then they leave, you know. They'd be here for one Sunday, or just Easter Sunday. (laughs) Yeah, of course, yeah, exactly. Um, (laughs) But, uh, and, but it wasn't, we didn't, um, the church didn't talk about... The only time they ever talked about, like, um, homosexuality or anything like that was, like, maybe once every couple months. Mm-hmm. But it would always be, like, negative. Like, of course. They'd sneak it in to, be, to a list of sins that we need to yeah. watch out for yeah. or make sure you take care of your kids right so that they don't turn out to be gay yeah. and yeah. all this shit. And, 
So it, was it always absurd? Because always, whenever like homosexuality, the rare times it came up at my church, it was always so absurd. You know, they were always talking about like, I don't fucking, I don't know, like modesty or you know, like, you know, how to, you know, prayers and and reading your Bible and also don't be gay. And then I'll, and then <laughs> we should probably be doing Bible study. You know, like it was just like, uh, I don't. What? What is that in relation to? No. You know, yeah. <laughs> I was so, I don't, I'm confused. I'm actually more confused I was than when we started. Yeah. Yeah. Well, our first pastor, because like you, I had a, like you said, bad pastor, decent pastor, I suppose. Yeah, totally. Decent pastor was obviously against homosexuality too, but was less frequent upon talking about it. I don't know. It's kind of like that, that emotionally unavailable dad. That yeah, like totally figure it out, son. Yeah. <laughs> Between you and God, you're like, I know what that means. I know that means you don't have the answer and don't want to talk about it. So thanks. <laughs> I'm no, I'm making you uncomfortable. <laughs> um, but... or were you turning them on? Because you never know. Oh, what? Excuse me. The amount of the amount of pastors that are closeted. Oh, is... pastor that you're talking about, dad. Oh God, no, <laughs> no, stop it! <laughs> it's like chase that. Listen, we don't want to go. We don't. We don't need to know about your secret fantasies, Tony. <laughs> Look, you're gonna make me throw up. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking about pastors. Well, that are secretly closeted. Oh no, the second one I think was secret. I really, 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 really believe that he had homosexual tendencies. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I can't. <laughs> I really do. I can't guarantee this by personal knowledge that I may or may not have gotten in his office, but <laughs> <laughs> there might be some disclosure. I did about. not. We did not have a weekly choir practice, quote unquote. <laughs> <laughs> but I have strong inclinations. We had many prayer sessions. <laughs> What you call Bible study, I call <laughs> something I can't <laughs> say on live radio. Something I can't. <laughs> Honestly, the first one, the first pastor was probably gay too, because he was first of all, he had like twelve kids. <laughs> I, I don't know why, but that's like a red flag for me. Like when you're domesticating your wife like that. Mm, well, that's a red flag for a lot of reasons. That's yeah, <laughs> and also. Um, um, how homophobic it was. I really feel like the studies oh, have shown. Studies have fucking shown. That's you're not just saying that. Studies have actually shown that the more the more homophobic someone is, the more likely they are to be gay or be you know queer in some way. Mm-hmm. And it was it's an actual study they did. I love telling people this story <clears throat> that I I don't remember where I read it, and I'm really sorry that I can't like cite my sources. But they did a study where <clears throat> they. Um, had people fill out like a form to to you know fill out a thing a questionnaire to see how homophobic they were. Then they hooked them up to all these you know readers, the, the, you know these the things that that uh, measure, monitor your reactions to mm-hmm. things, and then had them watch gay porn. And the people who had the strongest reactions to gay porn were also the ones who were the most homophobic. Yeah, yeah, because we we resist. What we struggle with, quote unquote, struggle yeah. with, abs, one hundred percent. We resist, or we 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 resist, or we you know like it's lash just, out at. It's like an insecurity thing. Oh, absolutely, one hundred percent. We think it's, we try to like. I mean, that's how I was. I I didn't like. I was very 
when I was like a, a youth pastor and all of these things, I had no problem talking about homosexuality and, and really was like, tried to be very, I wasn't like a, I was an asshole about it. I mean, I wasn't an intentional asshole about it, but um, I was definitely like someone who talked about it more often because it was what I dealt with, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was what I was quote unquote struggling with. Right. <coughs> yeah. God. God. <laughs> God. Speaking of, <laughs> I just Speaking got like a Lord. flashback of struggling quote with I homosexuality. Know. Yeah. That shit sucked. Yeah. Like not being yeah. free and being trapped in this little mental prison that this church has put you in. I mean, holy shit. Yeah, I know. I haven't watched too many movies that tried. Like, there's a couple of them that I want to see. There's one with Nicole Kidman as the mom, and I just want to see it because Nicole Kidman's mm-hmm. the mom. Because <laughs> Nicole, Kid- Nicole Kidman. Because <laughs> um, But, yeah, whenever I see movies or depictions of people who are, like, you know, tormented by that or whatever, I'm like, that's a good represent. Like, like that's not a good represent. Like, the good job at acting, and, yes, it's that traumatic, but, like, times that by like i don't know a hundred you know and Mm -hmm. maybe we might be scratching the surface the 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 misery absolute misery it's oh i don't i i genuinely don't have words it's not that i don't know them or don't know words that are extreme enough it's that i don't have them because the the anguish the the torment the the just how much you hated yourself Mm -hmm. you know um for that was is just like out of this world like i said i just don't have words for it i mean the depression anxiety and all that like i mean on one half you're like terrified that if you die today you're gonna go to hell mm-hmm. um, or jesus comes back if you believe did you believe in the rapture <clears throat> yeah yeah we believe in the rapture yeah jesus hardcore fucking mm-hmm. southern baptist rapture believe in left behind that series. shit was yeah. god yeah actually yeah that absolutely. was more god than anything else in the bible the Re- book of revelations was like have you ever read the book of revelations um, yeah. <laughs> the, whoever wrote that was fucking high as shit. <laughs> they had found some f- some fancy mushrooms mm-hmm. and ate about a whole handful of them, or however much is a lot of mushrooms. I'm assuming that's a lot. Um, just well, the dude was cast out for being crazy anyway. They put him on an island. They're like, you need to go. Oh. Like he was he was very a vocal person. Um. Forgive me, um, Father. For I have sinned. Father, for I have forgotten the name of the guy who wrote Revelations. It was one of the, I think it was like John or it was John. It was was John. it John? I but thought it so. wasn't um, scholars. Most scholars, but it wasn't Mark. It wasn't Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. It was a different John. Most most scholars, yeah, uh, like eighty percent of scholars, by the way, <laughs> believe that it was a different John, not the one who yeah. wrote John, because yeah. it's very, the writing's completely different. Writing style's very different. Unless it was the same John, and he and fucking he lost his mind. Or was high on mushrooms, <laughs> you know? High on mushrooms. Yeah. All that religious trauma really got to him yeah. over the years. But seriously, if you look at the book of Revelations through the lens of somebody who is high as hell, mm-hmm. yeah, makes sense. And plus it's like so vague. Like when so you read vague. it, like every... Every it seems like every church and every denomination has a different interpretation of revelations. Well, every mm-hmm. denomination has a different interpretation of the whole fucking Bible. Bible. Uh-huh. But revelations is extremely different yes. in each denomination. Yep. And because it's so vague, you can just make up whatever you can do whatever you want with it. Yeah. Oh, one hundred percent. And who's there to say you're wrong? Because mm-hmm. nobody knows. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know. And I, so there was. 
so funny because one of the former pastors of the church that I grew up in, they were considered the the pastor was considered to be like a like a very educated you know person and like they knew they were the authority on everything. They were very educated. They went to Bible college. They read books. They did whatever. Good for that. And I'm just, exactly. And I'm just realizing that like Bible scholars, Bible sc- not not actual like religious studies majors. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about people in my church who called themselves like scholars because they oh. read a lot of books. <sighs> okay. Are the equivalent of like like um uh, what is that like Google or like Facebook? <laughs> you know, Facebook Karens who edu- Well, I looked up. A, well, Facebook I know the memes. Yes, yes. They're <laughs> like the, the equivalent the of what we would be like. Okay, cool. You looked up an article on Google, and now you're an authority. You know, <laughs> like that's I've what they researched this. A I've lot. researched this. Like, yes. You wa- you read one article. You didn't even read it all. You read the headline. So you and you're bought like, a book. I know things. You bought a book from someone who wrote something that you agreed with based on what right, they right, read right. from the Bible and now you're an, an authority on mm-hmm. this because you wrote, you read an opinion piece. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. Good for you. Good for you. Good for you. <laughs> I, was, I remember being in a, I think it was a thrift store in Alabama, but there was a couple that came in and they went to the book section and I was like looking at things and, and she tells her husband, she goes, She's in, she's looking at the books. Oh, this one right here. This one's all about the rapture. We really need to. Oh, this one here. We're gonna. You know, like she was like you could tell she was deep yeah. in that. Like she and she looked a little freaked out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Twitchy. She looked twitchy. And you are twitchy when you're like constantly believing in. Yeah. What certain denominations tell you about? Yeah. Book of Revelations I, because yep. it's. Horrific. So you know, <laughs> people talk about Big Brother. You know, Big Brother's always watching, talking about like how there's cameras everywhere and mm-hmm. you know all that kind of stuff. Imagine that, but yet, but yet the fucking the world's a globe and God's just looking down on. Like you don't need cameras because you're God and you can see everything all the time at any time and you're in every single person's head and you can see everything all the time. That's terrifying. That's yeah. absolutely terrifying. Yeah, and he's not exactly um, great. No, he's not happy or pleased with you because you're always doing something wrong always you always have to better ask for forgiveness right now or I'll immediately smite you yep. i will burn <laughs> yep. i will stomp on you yep. right now you better beg for I, forgiveness I mean, just, people this amount of stories i heard of people just dropping dead from god's judgment and like no that was a fucking heart attack oh you dipshit God. you know like yeah yeah and like oh they just dropped dead from god's judgment now i have no no i no and one has also, any that's, idea that's just insulting that is insulting, for, absolutely. And on their memory, on that person's memory. Yes. Like, like, oh, you, I, oh, God, I forgot about how many times people would say that. Mm-hmm. You know, when somebody in the church passed away and then they find out that that person was um, having an affair. Yes. Or, mm-hmm. which happens a lot in church, by the way. Constantly. Um, or, Constantly. <laughs> or that person had, or they found out that that person has um, alcoholism. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, well, See what happens See, when you God. let the devil in. Then You're like, no, they were, they had liver failure, or they, you know, like, <laughs> they, they, you know, they like, they were 87 years yeah. old. <laughs> they were 102, and they died in the middle of sex with their their the person they were cheating on you with. It was God. They had a heart attack. <laughs> like they were on their way out. They were, yeah, great. They died loving what they they what? died doing what they loved best. <laughs> Fucking someone that wasn't you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, did I ever tell you the story about the um was like was like D 
demon possession, trigger warning, demon possession. Talk was demon possession. <laughs> I just, I just got triggered. <laughs> <laughs> so, would you like me to move on? No. Okay. Um, I'm also and that intrigued. was a serious question, by the way. I will always move on. We can always just, we can always just, you know, uh-huh. X uh-huh. the subject and we move on. Right well, as charismatics, we have a lot of experience with. Everything was a fucking demon. Everything. If you sneezed twice in a row demon. in the middle of church, you had a demon. You know what there I'm saying? There's a fly. Yeah. <laughs> There's you a were fly. Like, it was like, who's it landing on? Yeah. <laughs> like, so oh, you know what? On a, on a, on a side note, I do think that um, ADHD, people on the spectrum, uh, learning disabilities, a lot of these things got just blamed on demons growing up. Mm-hmm. You know, like mental illness, blamed on demons. Well, there's Seriously. many pastors who, who believe that it is. You're right. Will be mm-hmm. on stage in front of the pulpit and say, well, you know, I think autism is. In fact, there's one on TikTok right now. Of, uh, of course. A pastor who's extremely homophobic and just out. Oh, my God, he's insane. But, um. Anyway, he went up there and said something about your kids having autism is demonic. Yeah, because if I would beat the, I would literally be so angry. My little brother's on the spectrum, mm-hmm. and like it's well, just my nephews are on the spectrum as well. It's bullshit. it's extremely common, mm-hmm. and um, it is not demonic. No, and I just it there is so ups- like I sir. Don't think demons are real. I could be like sir, pastor. Your hypertension is demonic. Yeah. Your attitude's demonic. Your <laughs> like, face is demonic. That mustache actually, is that's, demonic. <laughs> actually, that's not true. I don't, you know, people's appearances is never anything to attack. But Well, if they're that pastor, I think it's okay. I Yeah, I have a, you know, yeah, you know. I think he deserves everything that's coming to him. <sighs> so awful. Y'all have heard this, a lot of people on um, uh, TikTok uh, saying the whole, I hope you have the day you deserve. And I'm like, oh. You learned that from a Christian. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're not a Christian, but I know you learned what that one. That's that a... from one. Well, I hope you have the day you deserve. Yeah, that's such a southern. <laughs> that's like saying bless your heart. Yes, exactly. Oh God. But anyways, the story. Um, I heard this. I remember this one specific story. Um, growing up, where they were talking about uh, some kid at camp. You know, church camps. Church camps is where everything happened. Was at church camps, mostly probably because there wasn't that many anybody to corroborate the story. Um, but uh, there was this kid that was possessed at church camp, and so everyone got around and prayed for them. And then they prayed for them until the person threw up, and then a lizard um, ran out of like out of their vomit, and that was they believed the demon was leaving their body. And I was like, wow, you know, oh my god, that's proof. That's proof right there, you know. Um, and then I remember at some point after I left the church, I just had one of those like what the fuck moments like just that st- I remember that story and being like when when people were praying for when people were praying for someone to either get the Holy Spirit which that's a whole other sh- subject mm-hmm. or praying out demons what they did is fucking everyone in the church would gather around that person and lay hands on them or put hands on them or do something mm-hmm. and then and then pray for them and then as it got more intense, they would get louder and louder and louder until you had a full group of people standing around you screaming in, in your face. <laughs> yes, usually in gibberish, you know, mm-hmm. screaming in your face. And I was like, yeah, if a whole group of people stood around me and screamed at me until I did something, I'd throw up too. <laughs> yeah. Also, you were at camp in the middle of the woods. You, A, a lizard didn't crawl from your vomit. You th- vomited on a lizard. <laughs> <laughs> there was a lizard Fucking there already. Lizard around. Like, 
It's just one of those how they can take any any kind of normal occurrence and yeah. and be like, oh, well, God did this. Like, fuck that. Fuck that. Yeah. Anyways, relationships. <laughs> Back to relationships. We don't even have to talk about that anymore. We're just on our, we do our thing wrong? here. <laughs> we usually, we have a topic and then it's, We and have then a topic just topic. for the title purposes so I can write something <laughs> when I upload the um, episodes and then after that it's, you know. No, it's more of it's like, a, it's more of a springboard for a us. A suggestion. It's like just. It's like we're. It's like La Croix. It's like when you drink it and someone's saying the, <laughs> the flavor in the other room. <laughs> right. This is a suggestion of lime. It's a suggestion of watermelon. This is how we do it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I definitely, I can recall many times. And plus, uh, uh, personally, me thinking I'm getting the demons out of me. Oh, um, and people are praying around me. I'm just having a panic attack. <laughs> I'm just on the ground twitching because I'm freaking the fuck out. Like, uh, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, I look back and, I, and I'm like, wow, I had a full-on panic attack. Yeah. I got hyperventilating. Hyperventilating. Yeah. I was extremely tired afterwards. Yep. Um, you know, because I just had a whole panic attack. Yeah. My body's like, ugh. You, you have know. the, like, down. Yeah. And then, yeah, and you have that big drop and you think that, you know, it's because, oh, you're finally... Got a little bit of ooey out, Mm-mm. little devil out, a little, little demon, little demon. <sighs> like it was, it was awful. Yeah, it, was it so really bad. was awful. And also looking at, I mean, granted, I don't know where, and I mean this sincerely. I don't know where the like, the like, I don't. I had so many things that happened to me, starting very young, that would cause trauma. So I always look back and wonder where the like, like. Where did the PTSD begin and the trauma? Where did the like after effects and symptoms begin and the trauma end? Because it just kind of kept happening. Because I remember being like, because I remember thinking now, like for now, uh, now I can't go into crowded buildings. I can't go into. I can't be in loud environments. That's why I don't. I can't go to clubs and stuff. And you know, cl- small clubs that are inside. I just can't do it unless I'm, you know, a little tipsy. And then, uh, but as soon as I sober up, I'm like, whoo, anxiety through mm-hmm. the roof. I have to leave now. Um, but then I used to go to church every Sunday where it was all music, all loud. I had to be in front of people. I had to talk. I had to interact with people. I do remember, though, that every single week I dreaded church, terrified mm-hmm. just because of the social interaction. So, yeah. like, part of me is like, wow, I had uh, – because recently I've been, like, looking more into, you know, the possibility that I may have, in addition to everything, may also be – may have ADHD and or be on the spectrum mm-hmm. and specifically in social interaction areas. And because um, <clears throat> I remember just dreading having to interact with people. I went to that same church, the same location, same place every day. I mean, multiple times a week for my entire life. And every time I went there, I would just have this deep rooted fear of social interaction. And so I always wonder, like, how can I, how could I have put up with things then that I can't put up with now? And I always kind of thought, like, oh, I must have got worse. I must, it must, like, the trauma must have been, like, must have, like, got worse and the after effects worse. But, and I think, yes, part of that. But also, when you're in that environment, um, you don't have a choice 
Mm-hmm. At all, you don't you you can't just not go to church because you have social anxiety. Mm-hmm. You can't just not go to choir practice because you don't like loud music. You can't just not participate in worship because people screaming is disturbing. You can't just not do that. Right. You have to do it. So the amount of like quote unquote white knuckling that I did it just full on like well I, I don't have a choice so I have to do this probably just like in my opinion compacted you know like made the the trauma that i the symptoms i experience with experience now much worse and a good example of that for i feel like is covid where we all went through this like two-year period of time where we couldn't interact socially in any capacity and a lot of the social skills that i even had before that are i don't have now and i'm like wow how did i like how did i lose social skills and it's like no again I was forcing myself to do things that I was uncomfortable with because that's what I, society told me I had to do. Yeah, you know, Christianity has a lot of um, participation points. Oh, absolutely! Like you have to participate. You can't not go to you. I, I remember growing up that you had to basically be dying to not go to church. <laughs> like you better not be able to. You better literally not be able to get out of bed. The pastor's wife, bad pastor, his wife who was not. I don't like. She did a lot of things that were pretty fucked up, but I think it was also, she was definitely in a spot where she was in an abusive relationship. She was mm-hmm. in, you know, she had, you know, I think that if she had ever got the opportunity to get away from there, she probably would have, she's, you could tell that her, her heart was a lot better than her husband's. Yeah. But um, <clears throat> I remember her bragging about the fact that um, she, so she had breast cancer. She had an, um, which is is eventually why that that took her life, and I I really don't want to say anything ill about her. She's really amazing. She wasn't amazing as amazing as someone could be in that environment. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense, you know. Yeah. Um, but she the first time she got breast cancer, she would talk about how she never in all of the years of having breast cancer and her going to chemo and all of the radiation and everything, she never once missed church, and she talked about how she would crawl out of bed and crawl to the door, get up, go to church, and then come back and crawl back in bed and never and she would brag about it like she was the strongest I'm like, you that is one of the stupidest things. I'm sorry. That is not intelligent. But no. that's the kind of environment that church creates that like Unfortunately that's once again an example of self righteousness. Yes. Like you have to it's like this this ugh. It's just, there's so much self righteousness and 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 I hate that, but it's yeah. true. Like it absolutely is, and you have to show it off, and you have so that like, other people know that you're this godly, going to heaven, having tons of crowns mm-hmm. in heaven, big mansion. Like you're gonna get all this shit because you're so wonderful and you went to church. Also, can we talk about how the reward for being a good person is material things? Right. But yet we're supposed to not be materialistic in this world. Mm -hmm. Uh, First of all, I would like very much to be materialistic (laughs) in this world. Second of all, don't reward reward me with money while denying it to me while I'm alive. Right. That's abusive. That's toxic. I know. Even in the book of Acts, they fucking were the most socialist. Uh Oh, trigger warning. (laughs) They were the most socialist, like, um, people, mm-hmm. you know, get, putting the money together and giving it out, yep. spreading it out equally amongst the poor and all doing all this. Like, that is, like, so forbidden um, in this prosperity gospel that we, that America 
Christianity. Yep. If Christians actually followed the teachings of Jesus. It would be completely different. Yeah. There would be universal health care. There would be, everyone would have a home. Everyone would have food. Everyone would have money. Everyone would have an income. Yeah. It would not be what it is today Mm -hmm. if people were actually, actually following the teachings of Jesus. Not Mm. the religious aspects, but just the like, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Our prosperity gospel's got some hold on a lot of people. Because, uh, God, I mean, I I feel like we just come on here and say the same thing every week. It has nothing to do with God. Mm -hmm. These people are just using religion as a really effective, just religion, not spirituality. Religion is a very effective manipulator. Mm -hmm. It's very effective. Extremely. And so people use it to promote themselves, to get what they want. It's, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's, when you, I mean, like, fear and guilt Guilt, shame, and fear. Strongest motivators yeah. across the board. Guilt, shame, and fear. And that is what my re- Pentecostalism was built on. was guilt, shame, and fear. Those were the three strongest aspects of the whole entire religion. Was it was it Julius Caesar? Was it the was that the first emperor to become like Christian and make uh, the Roman Empire a Christian nation? I don't know. Well, I think it was him, I but if I not, remember, I don't know. Forgive don't know. me, audience, for being wrong, but <laughs> we're never wrong on this uh, podcast. No, I'm never, never. whatever. <laughs> anyway, where's that disclosure? Yeah. Um, <laughs> read that again. Um, <laughs> Unlike Christians, we can make any mistakes. <laughs> no mistakes here. But that motherfucker wasn't Christian. He didn't believe no. that shit. It just became popular amongst the people, and he said, "You know what? Let's use this." Yep. And so we did. And it was extremely profitable. I can't remember which came first, you know, the chicken or the egg kind of thing. But, like, like, wh- like they needed to control people. I'm pretty sure it was, like, religion wanted to control people and it wasn't working. So they created government or, or vice versa. Like, government wasn't working to control people. So they needed to... Re- no, religion is first. So I think it was, like, religion wasn't being effective to control people. So they created government. But it's, like, they're basically the same thing with the same agenda. That just one looks different, you know? Um, but uh, yeah, that's, I mean, that's what it all, it all started with manipulation and control. That's what religion, organized religion started with. Uh, like many things, it has evolved into, to, to something completely different and, and it can be whatever it is for you, you know, like, like mm-hmm. it, organized religion doesn't have to make you a manipulator and abusive person. Um, but it, a lot of the origins of Christianity, at least were manipulation and control mm-hmm. and, uh, it's well, shit. I mean, even the book of Revelation wasn't gonna. It was that was heavily debated on being put in the Bible by the people who put it in. Say that again. The book of Revelation. Oh, it was yes. extremely heavily debated. Like many disagreed that it should be in the Bible and yeah. be canon. You know, quote yeah. canon. Um, but they put it in there because. Along with a lot of the other things they didn't put in there, like all of the books written by women. And plus, yeah. a lot of things were taken out too of the Bible oh, over the years. I mean, it's uh, it's just <laughs> it's the Bible. Just, the Bible, yeah, yeah. It's yes. just um. It's all bullshit. It's just bullshit <laughs> is what it is. It's all bullshit. I mean, we could go on and on and on. And we do. And, and we, we are. <laughs> about, oh my goodness! I mean. Also, we have social media. You can find us on 
Instagram. <laughs> I just, I just, my, I just blacked out for a second. Uh, uh, you can find us on Instagram. It's our turn pod. You can uh, email us at it's our turn pod at gmail.com. If you have uh, questions, suggestions, concerns, you need to go to high school hairstylist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you need some movie recommendations. Um, yeah. And uh, you can find our podcast on Spotify, Google, Apple, Podbean, um, I used to upload every week. I do not now. I can barely keep up with my own life. So. Yeah. You can find me on Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> the occasional grinder experience. It's single and traumatized. Single traumatized.com. I'm on there too. <laughs> find me behind the 7 Eleven after 10 p.m. like Tuesdays and Fridays. <laughs> Thank you.